0: to Random Gaming Talk, it is Entertainment Talk's podcast for video games. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing
1: good. A touch under the weather. I've been sick for about a week now, but I'm finally starting to get on the tail end of the sucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mostly because I've been traveling so much. I was in Florida all week last week, and I'm in Atlanta all week this week. So,
0: Okay, cool. So yeah, if Robert sounds a little off, or if maybe I do, I think I'm coming down with something, maybe. Uh, that is why. So, um, that's just the way that that is. Uh, before I ask you what you've been playing, which is what we usually do here, which which is what we've done for over 100 episodes, uh, I'd like to look up, um, what your first episode was, I think it was 55 or something, but anyway, um, yeah, before we get into all that stuff, we do have some sad news to bring you, unfortunately, um, a youtuber called uh Desmond uh, Etika Amofa pro- apologies if i've pronounced any of that incorrectly um has, re- has uh, been reported to have passed away uh, it was also announced by uh, one of the police accounts on, on twitter or something one of the uh one of those accounts it was it was reported by multiple sources and i have a uh, Kotaku article here as well. If you want to read the full thing, I've got it in the uh, the show notes linked in there. Or you can search for uh, Etika Kotaku article, which is what I searched for, and then it uh, it will come up. Uh, today, which was actually yesterday, um, which was for the 25th, because uh, it's technically the 27th now. Uh, today, police confirmed the passing of Desmond uh, Etika uh, amofa uh, a well-known gaming YouTuber after discovering him In uh, Manhattan's uh, East River yesterday evening, Uh, Amofa's body was found two days after police recovered his belongings on the Manhattan Bridge last week. uh, Sorry, last week he had published a video that appeared uh, like a suicide note of such. Uh, Amofa, 29, uh, was born in Brooklyn, New York. He began creating videos on YouTube in 2012. Over the course of seven years, he amassed a following of over 800,000 dedicated fans. I'm assuming that means subscribers. Uh, or roughly viewers, or, or whatever that is, uh, of 800, over 800,000 dedicated fans across YouTube and Twitch. Because uh, I'm assuming he, he streams some stuff on Twitch probably as well. Uh, he referred to them as the Joy-Con boys after the Nintendo Switch controllers, of course. Uh, playing and commentating on Nintendo games for his fans, uh, Mofa uh, imbued, I think that says, what he loved with electricity and personality, Amofo's charisma, uh, candor, and ingenuity uh, as a content creator launched him into the uh, constellation of internet uh, stardom. Amofo began uh, to publicly struggle with mental health last October, so I think that's October 2018, uh, when he self-destructed uh, his YouTube channel and on Reddit made reference to a su- su- suicidal uh ideation in april police uh detained amofa after he threatened uh suicide in his apartment they told Kotaku, citing his uh psych history that's written in quotes uh the incident resulted in amofa's in Im- uh ad- admission sorry into hospital uh in may which was a couple months ago or last month uh amofa had an altercation with a security guard or police officer that led to another hospital visit. Uh last week Amofa um published a video um which YouTube took down apparently saying goodbye to fans. And some of the quotes that he or some of the stuff that he said w- is here in quotes. He says it was a fun life. He said I had a great time. Uh it was great but uh for it to be cut so short. Uh it's fucked. Um friends and family had been able to I been unable to contact Amofa since before the video was posted. Um Reached over the phone today, an NYPD uh, representative officer um, at this commented uh, at approximately 18 uh, 18 hours, which is 6:18 uh, p.m. Yesterday, uh, police responded to a 911 call with a person uh, floating in the water in the vicinity of the uh, South Street uh, seaport in the confines of the 1st Precinct. Upon Arrival officers discovered an unresponsive, unidentified male at the location. The NYPD Harbour removed uh, the male uh, to Pier 16, where EMS uh, pronounced him deceased. The medical examiner um, will determine the cause of death, and the inst- investigation, sorry, is still ongoing. Um, it says here also the National Suicide Prevention Hotline in the U.S. is available 24 hours a day at one eight hundred two three two seven three eight two five five. So that's one eight hundred two seven three. Eight I'll read that out one more time one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. a list of international suicide hotlines can be found here which is on the Kotaku article uh, the two that I'd recommend as well we do have a page for that as well it's called getting help with mental health but if you're also in the UK uh, there's also the NHS website as well um, so quite a lot to take in from all that uh, it's sad that he's passed um, that, w- were you familiar with, with him? I heard
1: of him. He appeared on a couple of things that I'd watched in the past. I wasn't that Mm -hmm. familiar with him, but anytime when things get to that point and you're unable to get help, that's, you know, that's always a real tragedy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'd seen him, I think it was when, you know, the first announcement of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, when they had that, that teaser with the fire and all that sort of stuff. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I was going through reactions and uh, Smash Brothers reveals and direct rev- uh, re- reactions and all that kind of stuff, and I do remember seeing his reaction, and he had this shelf of, like, games that was next to him, like, next to his chair and all that stuff, and he was like... He was slamming around and getting all happy. And like enthusiastically and all that. And he started like knocking stuff over. And all that sort of stuff. And I was like this is like a really. It's really nice to kind of see. Like he was tripping up his own stuff or whatever. Like he wasn't causing damage. Like boxes and stuff were were falling over. Things like that. Um But like that's you know. Kind of the power of gaming and stuff. When someone gets that excited. And that happy about a, an announcement of a game. And, and that sort of thing. I mean he hadn't you know. Uh, that that, before the game had even come out so uh, like let alone his excitement and stuff like that that's about the only video i'd seen so i I was aware of him but he wasn't someone somebody that i was like constantly following per se um but i do remember him him doing that and you know the twitch chat was going crazy and all that sort of stuff and that was nice to see as well um but yeah as we always kind of say if it's not an easy thing for you to do necessarily but it's always got to be said like if you've got any sorts of troubles don't be afraid to reach out to friends and family that kind of stuff um and this isn't about me but i do struggle with the, the same issues as well and i do understand um you know d- different situation but similar issues i uh, uh, i i guess you know with mental health and stuff and it, it can be difficult to talk to people and i i understand it from that angle uh, and, of course, I don't understand um, Desmond's situation because uh, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't following it and that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, it can be very, very tough. So, um, it's I mean, it's, diff- it's easy enough to say to somebody, like, go and get help and everything. But it's still very difficult to go and actually do it. So, um, rest in peace. My thoughts go out to his friend, uh, family and friends and his followers, of course, as well. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know if his, like, channel's been taken down or whatever. I don't assume it has. There's, like, no reason for that to, to happen, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame. So, I mean, for me personally as well, this guy's only four years older than me. So, um, that's kind of something that was quite, cause I didn't know how old he was, uh, when I saw his video and stuff. Again, it was just a quick, like, okay, I'll watch this guy's video and then move on to the next video kind of thing. Um, And like, I didn't know how old he was or anything. I didn't know how old he was until it got sort of reported yesterday in, in the same Kotaku article. But, um, it's, it's quite shocking as well when you see someone do something like that, but they're only like slightly older than yourself. That's, that's kind of striking as well. So did you kind of understand everything that I'm, I'm getting at here? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Is there anything else you, you kind of want to say about this? No,
1: I mean, I do understand the struggle. I've, like everybody, I've had bad days myself. I'm kind of lucky that I've got a couple of friends that know that every now and then I just need to vent, mm-hmm. and they're there to, you know, let me vent because I've vented. I've been there when they've needed to vent for stuff, and it's one of those things that they just let me get it out of my system and then get going from there. But yeah, we, I mean, we all have bad days. I mean, there's not a single person on this planet that hasn't had a few bad days in their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, if it ever gets to the point to where it's truly and absolutely, truly overwhelming, then you have to seek help.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure there's anything else we can say necessarily. Um, of course, if you guys have any thoughts or anything, you can, you can email us, you can contact us. If you ever want to talk to me, I'm, I'm open to talking to you guys. Uh, I can't quite help you in the same way that uh, like a hotline thing maybe could or a prevention uh hotline maybe could so if you need like more professional help, do go and seek those out instead um but you can still talk to me about stuff and Robert as well. you can still talk to all of us um yeah uh so it's kind of this is kind of maybe an awkward way to move on, but what have you been playing this week or well, within uh, weeks? Well... actually we took a we took a two week break so yeah, and
1: like I said in the intro, I have been traveling a lot, so I haven't really had a whole lot of chance to get that much gaming in. Uh, over the weekend, I did jump back into Fallout 76. Um, I was just curious, I hadn't played it in a while. And there was uh, the the last DLC, uh, Questline, I never got around to finishing, and they were doing a double XP weekend, so I figured, okay, I'll finish that up, you know, grind out a couple levels I mean, nothing's changed. The one thing that I really like um, about Fallout 76 is that the fan base and the fans that are still playing it are fairly nice people. I mean, there's not a whole lot of griefing going on in the game. Uh, one of the updates they did a few, uh, couple updates back was they introduced uh, uh, player vending machines so that you could finally sell the ammo that's taken up your... Uh, your storage space that you can't use or don't want to use or don't have a weapon to use. Okay. And people are setting up uh, vending machines near like boss battles and you know big fights and things like that, so people can gear up. And if you, you people are leaving their camps active, so you know you can repair your gear if you're not near your own camp, and nobody's like trashing the place and just melting everything down to where you got to spend a whole bunch of materials fixing everything. Mm-hmm. And that always gave me a little bit of hope for Bethesda because as much as They've screwed up, and they have screwed up, and they've admitted they have screwed up. Mm. The fans aren't taking it out on everybody else, which is always a good thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Have they added the uh, NPCs yet, or are they doing that later? I can't remember. They're when doing they said that from, later. From me that's. Too. I
1: don't think that's the next update. I think that might be like two or three updates down the road because the the current update they did was for the battle royale mode. I haven't checked that out. I have no interest in that whatsoever. But you know, if somebody mm. wants to play that, and more power to them.
0: Yeah. Um, what was the other thing I was going to ask uh, I think that's by the end of the year isn't it the uh, NPC stuff stuff. I I
1: think it'll be out before the end of the year but I don't know that for sure
0: cool Uh, anything else that you've played yeah I got another
1: stronghold down in uh, uh, Division 2 semi-ish spoilers but not really spoilers Uh, when you finish the main story DLC uh, there's kind of a soft reset and you get to redo a few things but it's not like Division One, where you're literally doing the same thing over and over again. Um, they just take close two scenarios and then retool them a bit with different enemies and different bosses. And then they'll have three main in-game points that are solo in-game that they call strongholds. And then the thing is, is that it ramps up. So you finish one stronghold, and the gear score requirement for the next for the rest of the strongholds uh, go up. And then you do the next one, and it goes up, and you do the next one, and it goes up. So I just finished Stronghold number 2, mm-hmm. and I had, I've got a gear score about 340. Uh, now i got to get my gear score up to 375 in told to unlock Strongholds again. Uh, so I did do that, a little bit of grinding, nothing too much fun. Like I said, I haven't had a whole lot of time. And the only other really thing I played was I put a couple hours into uh, Dragon Warrior 11 on my PS4. Um, I unfortunately was
0: playing it more for the story than anything else.
1: Okay. And I haven't played that style of a of an RPG in a while.
0: Just, just to be clear, do you mean Dragon Quest Eleven?
1: I'm sorry, Dragon Quest yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Uh, Warriors of Elusive Age. Um, but anyway, I was playing mostly for story, and now I'm to the point now to where I'm severely under leveled for what's next. So I've been grinding, which is the one thing that I don't like to do mm. in those games. So I didn't play a whole lot. It was more like, you know, run around, collect materials for crafting, and then repeatedly kill monsters. So. Cool. I think it's coming. not fun, but it's what it's got to be done.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's coming to Switch in uh, September, so I'm looking forward to, to trying that out. Yeah, uh, there's
1: an S version to where I think it's the game, and then you get, like, an, a retro, like, 8 or 16-bit version of the game.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember them showing that at the, uh, the Direct, so, um, yeah, yeah it should be fun, so. uh, Cool, so that's all the stuff you've been playing? Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Well, Crash Team Racing Nitro Field came out. Um, <clears throat> I'm not enjoying it as much as the main trilogy. I I never sus- I didn't suspect that I would. Um, but I'm still very much enjoying it. Uh, I made the mistake of not rushing through, but like continuing going through because I've done all the adventure mode, but I haven't done the the uh what's it called the the CTR challenges and the time trials or the relics things whatever they're called. Um, I haven't done all those, and I did beat uh, Nitrous Oxide, which, my God, that was a hard race. Um, I beat him, and then he said, hey, come back when you've got all the other things. I thought, oh, okay, that's what I need to do to get 100% completion. I've got, like, 44 or something at the moment. Um, I'd gotten up to um, the one where you're in... What the sewers? The the other one. One of the the one of the levels that's in the first area. I can't I can't remember the name of it for some reason. Um, it's the one where for those of you that know, it's the one where you have to jump off the turtles or bounce off of the turtles uh, at some points. Uh, I tried doing the CTR challenge with that. I couldn't find where the C was. Basically, what you have to do <coughs> is win the race still, but you have to collect uh, three separate logos: C, T, and R. I found T and R. Um, but I can't find sea anywhere, and I went through what I thought was a shortcut, and Crash got kind of stuck, uh, well not stuck, but he, I drove him into some water, and he got slowed down, and the sea wasn't there, and I don't know where it is, I could probably look it up, and watch like a 40 second video of like, hey, here's where the sea is, and I could go and do that, um, I did do the, um, ...on Roo's tubes... Um, ...which sounds like some sort of weird website maybe... ...but it's Ripper Roo, his his track... ...and did um, the time trial for that... ...it's really weird going through... ...like when you go through the original platformer trilogy game... ...and you do the time trials there... ...and then you do the sens- essentially the same thing but in a cart... ...it's it's kind of strange... Um, ...and there's some other stuff that I tried out as well... ...there's like a battle arena thing... ...which I kept getting like the worst weapons given to me... ...which was really annoying... Um, it's, it's really, really good so far. I mean, the quality that they've put into the game is amazing. They're going to start adding the other Grand Prix soon, one of which includes Spyro, which is going to be interesting. Uh, of course, Activision owns them both, so they can do whatever they want. They can do a crossover game again, if they want to do, to do that, uh, because it's all Activision, um, Beanox and, uh, Vicarious Visions and Toys for Bob. They're all kind of Involved in in both games so or in all the games because toys for Bob also helped out with uh, the Spyro remake But now that we've got um The Spyro remake done. We've got the the the, the relevant Old crash games uh, that have been remastered done. They can kind of focus on I guess the new games Because as much as crash fans might tell themselves. Hey, we want a crash bash remaster or a crash to insanity master remaster no, you don't want that. That's going to be a waste of time and a waste of resources. No one liked those games, apart from like a few hundred thousand people. But it's just time to, for them to make a new game now. But in terms of the other stuff, I'm going to keep trying to do the other grand prix and keep basically jumping in between that and the adventure mode. Um, and it's it's weird because some people said like, oh, when when you unlock um, oxide, nitrous oxide, and some of the other characters, they're like faster than Crash i don't want to do any of the races as any other character uh i want to win all the races of crash bandicoot because he's the the main hero character i don't want to do a race as like dingo dahl and win the race as a villain that doesn't seem right so i don't know but it's been pretty fun so far so we'll see where that goes in the next couple of weeks i think they're adding the new grand prix either the next week or the week after so that should be interesting to see what that's like as well um yeah the other game that i played because uh, i two main games really uh the other one is uh, my friend pedro which is out on switch and pc which is a combination i don't usually see uh it's essentially this two, 2d game made by a devolver digital who always have their stranger uh, e3 press conference and you're essentially this deadpool looking guy um where you can like slow down time you can dodge bullets and it's sort of like yeah like a 2d deadpool game in a way which is inspired by like hitman and mad max and those sorts of things you get different guns. You do all sorts of kind of cool stuff. Um, but uh, I. I, it, It's strange. Because do, I've done like the first 15 levels or something. Out of 40 levels. And I'm just now starting to get used to the, like, the controls a bit more. So I decided to restart the game. It's just because there's so many different buttons. And so many different mechanics that do different stuff. When you have to remember like. Oh yeah I should be dodging right now. And I should be shooting. And then I should be jumping. And oh I should be slowing down time. It's like a lot of stuff that happens at in one go so i'm going to uh, kind of restart it with what i know now and see if i can do any better so uh that's what i've been playing i'll probably review both of those at some point when i finish them um and we'll see where things go but that's what we've been playing what we've been up to now we're going to move into some housekeeping and let you know the other stuff that we've been doing on entertainment talk see you in a minute today's sponsor is Kualu. if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, Classic Reviews has finished for the first half, I guess, for Season 2. It will be back on the 21st of August uh, for another 6 episodes, so that will be following on from Episode 6. But this week's episode was for The Terminator 2, and there's also an update podcast for The Terminator 3 and what I am not going to be doing with that, basically, so, uh, plus the new Terminator film comes out in October, is it? And I'm going to be taking a look at that probably when that comes out in October, uh, but that's classic reviews, if you haven't caught the episodes or you knew or whatever, now's a good chance to, uh, go and get caught up and everything like that, so go and do that. Uh, two series reviews for seasons, for, for TV shows that are both finished, uh, those are for The Big Bang Theory and for Fleabag, uh, both of those are spoiler-filled reviews, so don't listen to those before you watch the show uh if you guys because obviously big bang theory is a bit more known than fleabag if you want to go and watch fleabag it's on amazon i think in the us and stuff and it's on bbc for the uk if you want to go and check that out as well uh both very very good shows so you can go and check those out as well um did three film reviews (laughs) within the last couple of weeks or whatever uh for brightburn toy story 4 and for uh child's play which i reviewed today which is the chucky reboot thing with mark hamill um, and yeah, I've written if they're spoiler free or spoilers, so I don't need to go through and uh, tell you about those. Uh, but you can go and check those out as well. Speaking of Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, you can check out my, um, First Impressions video, which is in two parts, because Twitch missed about again. Uh, there is going to be two, um, Let's Plays coming out either, probably tomorrow now. Uh, one's for the Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home VR game, and one is for Ultra Wings, which is a pilot VR type of game. So that should be fun for you guys to go and check out as well. Uh, And yeah, of course, uh, speaking of Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home comes out next week. And I'll probably be seeing that because I don't know why I wouldn't see a Spider-Man film. Uh, So that's going to be that for the next couple of weeks or whatever for Entertainment Talk. Of course, we've got iZombie coming back soon as well. But that's what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. I forgot one thing, which is the Scream Season 3 trailer finally came out after the show's been in development for three and a half years the season has been in development for three and a half years I did a quick podcast uh, about an hour ago talking about the just the bizarre journey behind season 3 uh, but it is going to be airing finally it's going to be on VH1 uh, on Monday the 8th of uh, July at 9pm so go and check that out as well uh, but that's entertainmenttalk.org or podcast platforms of your choice let's move into some news Alright, I'll let you go first. Robert, what would you like to talk about today?
1: Well, uh, fresh from the desk of things that nobody wanted, uh, the Wii U just got an update (laughs) two days ago. Hmm. I'm reading from a GameSpot article. The Wii U has been dormant as part of the Nintendo hardware platform lineup for several years now. I mean, it was never really big to begin with, and then with the Switch's phenomenal just, like, blown out of the water success. It got forgotten entirely. Mm. Uh, but the Nintendo support site uh, does list an upcoming firmware update for version 5.5.4. 5. Uh, the update does not mention exactly what it does, but it says that it will add improvements to overall system stability and other minor adjustments, uh, which have been made to enhance the user experience. Uh, unless it's a refund for purchasing the thing <laughs> in the first place, I really doubt that that's going to be a
0: thing. Uh. Yeah. Did
1: you ever get around to buying a, a Wii U?
0: No, I ne- I literally never had a reason to. So,
1: Well, the last Nintendo product I owned was a Game Boy Advance, so that tells you how long it's been since, since I owned anything Nintendo. Huh. I will buy a Switch at some point, if they ever come out with like a Switch XL, and all it has to be is bigger Joy-Cons. Screen size can be the same, battery life can be the same, but just make them for adult-sized hands. Don't make me spend... on either a third-party add-on or pro controller. Mm -hmm. Let me play the Switch mobile as intended, but just not like with toothpicks or chopsticks or something (laughs) else teeny tiny.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. So, um, Yeah, I mean, it's funny when, like, you know, sometimes... Because I don't use my PS3 a whole lot. Like, I use it for, um, you know, the, the recent trilogies and stuff like that, like Metal Gear and everything. Um, and I think between when I tried Crash Team Racing and then when I went and played one of the Metal Gear Solid games, there's, like, it's firmware, firmware updates that get, like, kind of thrown around, and I'm like, huh, what are they updating on this PS3 that I have, like, a couple of games installed for? It's, it's interesting, so, um... See, for something like that, I can kind of see, like,
1: background security updates for the PlayStation Network, that would make the most sense.
0: Yeah. But it's not like the Wii U had any of that, right? And I suppose the PS3 isn't like as dormant as as the Wii U. Like it's probably still having people use it. The, the PS3, Whereas yeah. the Wii U, like you probably ever you probably ever got like maybe a Game Boy or a Wii or probably a Switch at this point if you're a or or a 3DS I suppose. Um, if you're if you're a Nintendo gamer I suppose. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's strange, like, because they had, what, 12, 14, maybe 16 million people brought a Wii U, and, like, it's, uh, I mean, these firmware... Oh, it updates... was
1: less than 10. I forget the exact number, but I know... I it was like 12 or 10. something, so... It's either less than 10 or really close to 10.
0: Mm. Um. But yeah, I suppose they have to update stuff now and again. It's just, Um. like, I wonder what kind of old console you could go back to and re-, uh, like, start up again, and it would have a firmware update. Because, so, I mean, stuff like that doesn't happen with you know, like the PS2. I the
1: oldest really. one that I could think of would either be the original Xbox or the Sega Dreamcast because the original Xbox came with a network adapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PS2 did not. It had an add-on that you could buy. Um, the Dreamcast did have a modem connection, so technically you could do that, but I don't know that anybody offers dial-up as an internet service anymore.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: that, that's as far back as it would go nothing else had internet or any kind of updating features like that
0: mm. I remember about a year ago when I think Greg tweeted or something because he probably he still uses his Vita for, for stuff and uh, you know because there's it, been the whole joke about the Vita for a year and a half like oh it's getting this game released the Vita's not dead and then finally PlayStation was like hey we're stopping making games which made sense Um, and I remember he tweeted like his Vita getting a firmware update or something he's like the Vita's alive so, um, yeah, there's something like the V or the PS3 probably is still getting stuff like that now and again. Um, but, yeah, strange to see the Wii U get that, I suppose, just because of its its lack of users. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's interesting as well. So,
1: cool. What else do you want to talk about? Well, that whimpering sound you're hearing is coming from your wallet as Amazon has announced the dates for their 2019 Prime Day, which is their version of Black Friday, which they usually do about this time. hmm uh, the prime day is actually going to be a full 48 hours this year instead of the thirty-six that it normally is. Um, they haven't announced everything, but there are some early, uh, prime day sales, most notably on, uh, the fire sticks and the echoes, um, or rentals. If you're a, if you're a prime video renter, you can rent us for $3 or Captain Marvel for $4. Um, obviously, you have to be a Prime member to uh, be that. If you've never been a Prime member, you can do a trial package for one month for free. Otherwise, here in the States, it's uh, $59 US, or if you're a student, or if it's a regular subscription, it's $119, which is it sounds like a lot, but I order a ton of stuff off of Prime, and I make up that $119 in free shipping costs alone, mm. because being Prime member, you get free two-day shipping here in the States. Yeah, which can vary anywhere from six to twelve dollars. So you know, round it out to like nine. You make twelve purchases a year, you just covered it. Yeah. I absolutely make more than twelve purchases a year.
0: Cool. Yeah, I mean, this I always notice with the Amazon sale. That's usually the one I never like, kind of look at so much. Like when um, PlayStation and Xbox or Nintendo at this point as well have sales, I usually kind of think like, okay, is there any is there any digital only games that I can't rent that I could now get for like a cheaper price um with amazon i usually just don't tend to do that necessarily um yeah but people that use amazon a lot and have prime it's it's good for you so uh we'll see what they when's it starting you said
1: uh it is the article just crashed let me bring it back up here
0: oh yeah so um yeah because usually you have like summer sale stuff you have christmas sales and um probably like it's probably like an e3 sale now as well for, for certain things yeah so
1: so it it's uh the the pre stuff is going on now. the sale officially begins July 15th which is 12 a.m Pacific, which makes it three my time uh three a.m my time 8 a.m your time mm-hmm. and uh, five pm aET which I'm guessing is australia time uh, so this is a global right. event yeah uh, and it goes for a full 24 hours so
0: cool nice. We'll see what they come up with um what else do you want to talk about? Okay.
1: Well, if you're like me and you're a huge Cyberpunk uh, 2077 fan, uh, PS4 theme is now free on the store. Uh, so it is a cosmetic theme uh, that you can change for uh, your PS4. It's called uh, Mercenary of the Dark Future. It is a static thing, so it doesn't have any motion parts to it, mm. uh, like the God of War one with the uh, bobbing boat. Uh, instead, it has the uh, 2077 ambience. Uh, uh, electronic themes, it'll turn uh, your living room into a gritty future lounge if you leave it on in background, according to the article. Uh, better still, it has sound effects for swiping through the menu, goes beep and boop for menu noises, <laughs> uh, which is the old computer noises that if you listen carefully enough.
0: huh cool. Uh,
1: so go into the store, and it, like I said, it is free, and free is always cool.
0: Yeah, I've downloaded mine. I'm using the... Um... Uh, what one is it? The Crash Bandicoot one where he's driving through... Um, Why well, can't I remember any names of any of those levels? It's it, they are all got weird names. Um, the one where you're driving through, the bit where you can get caught on fire. Uh, not the. Cocoa you're Park asking one. the wrong person. Yeah. Not the Cocoa Park one, the other one. There's only two themes that are, I think, available at the moment. Um, I'm using that. I did, before that, use the, uh, the, the PS1 uh, classic theme. I think it's called the 20th anniversary. It makes the original um PS one boot up sound when when you start that up. So uh, that's what I got. I think the PS4 themes are actually really cool. So um well it has to have kind of the full effort put in though, like specific music and stuff changing when you go up and down from the menus. Like when you go to from settings to your game or something. Um and then like have cool <laughs> noises and stuff. So uh yeah, it's a lot of different ones you can get out there. So and you can also um do what I also did as well, which is make your own, put it on a USB stick. And uh, put that on your PS4. So, uh, what one have you got at the moment? Uh, I just have one
1: of the default uh, dynamic uh, screens. It's like blue wavy lines. Okay. I'm not really on my PS4 enough to justify buying a theme. And I've not seen one that i wanted to change for it. Although, I probably will pick this up and mm-hmm. at least have it running a little bit to see what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, whether or not I keep it, I don't know. I don't have any themes on my Xbox either. So, I'm an equal opportunity. Yeah, Whatever
0: i've still got the um 24 of a day poster on uh my xbox i've had it on there for like two three years or something so i'm just gonna keep it on there it looks really nice as well so uh that's always cool to see as well so um cool what else do you want to talk about well if you remember before uh uh the
1: upcoming uh mega game which my mind just doesn't like my mind is like yours right now i'm I'm super tired. I'm just getting overcalled. It does not want to work mm-hmm. death stranding okay
0: uh yeah.
1: before death stranding the uh teaser demo p t was all the rage of his greatness,
0: yeah until and as you know, sliced know his head off <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah until till Konami killed him, and there were people that were I was hearing stories that would refuse to go online. Uh, to the ps4 just because when it went online it would delete that uh, pt demo and they wanted to keep playing the pt demo mm-hmm. um, so now somebody has made an adorable cute parody of that game called qt and it's basically pt only as done through a web cartoon look qt uh, starts off in the familiar territory a long uh, dimly lit hallway with ominous messages on the floor Oh crap, not again! But then uh, quickly uh, gives up the horror gag to reveal a jokey, cutesy adventure game starring uh, Weemel, which is your new best buddy, and then you go around having wacky adventures in the TT knockoff, which I think is just kind of cool. The people like this game so much that they're making an altered version of it to be the exact parallel opposite of what it's meant to be, but still hold that uh, kind of you know feeling for it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so where
1: can you get this? Uh, it's on the store. Uh, you have to look for it
0: hard, though. It's the not PS4 something that you store? can easily
1: find. I, th- I mean, I think it's the PS4 store. It said the store, but let me just double-check. Because
0: uh, hmm. I'd like to have a look at it at least. Maybe get it. Because I never got to play PT. Cause I didn't have a, uh, me neither. I didn't have a PS4 at the time. so Yeah, me neither. And I cannot download it.
1: Oh. Uh... <laughs> And that, it says it's free on itch, I-T-C-H, which I do not know what that is.
0: Okay, maybe but it's, I'm guessing it's internet thing.
1: Yeah, it's got to be like a PC thing.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, because um, the
1: website redirects me to happysnakesgames.itch.io. So it's got to be just like a web browser game.
0: Okay, cool. I mean, um, I've heard about people remaking certain games in uh, Dreams, the upcoming uh, Media Molecule uh create your own game type of game um uh, and one of the games that's been remade is uh is pt as well i've heard that people have remade like dead space and i've seen videos of people remake uh like ratchet and clank games and stuff which insomniac games themselves said like hey this is pretty cool so that's always nice to see as well uh because that was one of the worries as well was like hey okay if you remake a game that's like not around anymore or something and the developer says, like, hey, you got to take this down. It's nice to see him, son- and suddenly son- come along and say, hey, this looks pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I wonder when Dreams is out. It's in some sort of alpha or beta, or I-, I don't know where it is at the moment. I know people have been playing it and stuff, so uh, hopefully it comes out soon. But we shall see. Um, yeah, uh, do, do you have any interest in this PT thing? Or no, I'm... I'm not a horror fan to begin with,
1: and so playing uh, a loving tribute to it is not something that I would want to do, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm glad it's out there, I'm glad that people still have passion for projects that have long since gone.
0: Cool. I'm really at that point, kind of the opposite point, where I'm like, looking for a lot of horror stuff, hence the podcast on Scream, Child's Play, and Brightburn. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, my interest for that has, has gotten pretty high. I, I just really like slasher stuff at the moment, So, uh, and there's another season coming soon for Scream Season 3. Um, cool, what else do you want to talk about today? Well,
1: the uh, the Twitch streaming juggernaut Fortnite almost never was, according to an interview with uh, former Epic Games employee Rod Ferguson, who admitted that he tried to cancel Fortnite. Uh, now, this is important to note that this was a long time ago because he left his production director role at Epic in 2012. Uh, according to the interview, if I had stated at Epic I would have absolutely cancelled Fortnite, uh, before I left, I tried to cancel the game it, when it was Save the World, but that was a project that had some challenges. Uh, Save the World was, I guess, their internal name for the original concept of Fortnite, which was a uh, base-building uh, co-op survival mode. Yeah, uh, It wasn't Something a battle like royale. <clears throat> Save the World was eventually released as such in July of 2017, but like I said, uh, Ferguson left in 2012, so that was five years after the fact um he has uh, since worked at irrational games on bioshock infinite and now he is the uh with the coalition on the gears of war franchise uh so it's one of those things that's kind of hard to admit your failures Mm. and i don't see him as a personal failure because he's since gone on to do great things and great games but to admit you would have canceled a game that became a massive cash cow (laughs) for epic stores i mean literally in the billions of dollars in revenue with the microtransactions for the skins to say, yeah, I would have canceled that shit. I gotta <laughs> admit, take some moxie, I kind of like that.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you didn't, because, uh, I mean, I, I-, I see Fortnite sometimes, I mean, a-, a few months ago when it was in a bit more of a pop culture craze kind of stage, I used to see it referenced on, like, TV shows and, and other stuff like that. Um... I I, th- I was watching something early and one one of the characters actually said like, "Hey, mum, I want to buy." Uh, there's this thing where you can customize your character, and the the kid didn't say Fortnite, but um, his mum was like, "Hey, I'd rather buy you like, um, what's it? Normal clothes than like fake clothes for a fake character or something." She didn't say Fortnite, but I'm ass- it, it seems pretty similar to what the game was because like you know the, the the skins that you can buy and stuff, um. But yeah, it's a good thing it didn't because it came on to be um quite something in the end. So and it it has like the hype for it has like calmed down a bit, but there's still a ton of players that it it's got. So it's not like Fortnite's going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so yeah, I mean it's like a popular game on Twitch and all that sort of stuff. So uh, it's doing pretty well for itself. Uh, what? what yep, do you think uh, it was?
1: Well, this was kind of a weird thing, but something that I. Uh, Completely missed until someone uh, pointed out to me. You know, not kind of spoilerish, spoilerish. In the movie In Game, uh, Korg is playing Fortnite because obviously Fortnite has had some uh, uh, crossovers with the Marvel series. Mm-hmm. And then there's the funny scene in the movie where somebody's being mean to him, and then Thor, you know, chews him out and threatens to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize Thor was fighting a troll, just an internet troll, but he's fighting a troll.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I that completely blew by me the first time I saw that. Somebody yeah. pointed that I was like, Damn, that's right.
0: Yeah, that was that was a pretty fun scene. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, exactly I what, yeah, I can't remember exactly what Thor said in that, but um yeah. Something was about was his...
1: crashing down his mother's basement or something. <laughs> which is a common yeah. trope. Oh, you're an internet troll, you live in your mom's basement.
0: Mm. Yeah. It fed into the kind of funny pop culture side which was which is yeah. nice, so Um cool. Uh what else do you want to talk about?
1: Uh, well, the last article I have to talk about, uh, Take Two Interactive decided it wants to try to up EA in terms of being the most hated company. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, so a little bit of a backstory uh, over here. If you're not in the state, if you're not in the states or you don't care about basketball, uh, the NBA season is over. Uh, playoffs are done, championships crowned. So that season's over. Everybody's gearing up for next season. So Take Two Interactive decided to drop the price of their NBA 2K19 game to under $3. So obviously a lot of people picked them up, which is, you know, not that uncommon with sports franchises. So uh, that, you know, they can get that last bit of money before the next round of games comes in. Uh, And I did not know this, but apparently in the game, there's a bunch of in-game advertising as an actual commercials in the game, but there was an option to make them skippable. You actually had to go into the settings and turn off unskippable as a function. Well, ever since the update came out and the season was over, they significantly ramped up the number of in-game commercials that you get forced upon, and some of them have uh, skip as turned off. So they are unskippable commercials And a game you you paid money for. I mean, just wow. I mean, I don't know what to say outside of just (laughs) wow.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think I've heard of that happening in a game before um like, are you talking about like tv type adverts where it's like yeah here's a commercial for mcdonald's or something
1: yeah and that actually happened to me that was one of the things i kind of think i've told this on the podcast before so if i have forgive me for repeating myself but after the legendary uh psn hack back in the day on the ps3 And they finally got their system back up and running, and they were giving away the free games to try to get people to come back to the PlayStation Network. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the games that I downloaded was Wipeout uh, 2040-something or other.
0: Okay. Like people
1: know, I'm a huge racing fan. So I'm playing the game, zipping along, having a good time, and then it's loading up the next race, and it just completely stops. So I'm like, is it freeze? Is it stuck? And then I get a commercial for a Honda Civic. Like, literally a commercial I've seen on TV... Earlier that day, I get that commercial on my damn PS3. I just figured, what the hell? So I play a few more races, and the exact same commercial pops up again.
0: Hmm. It's weird.
1: And that's what uh, made me turn off my PS3 and not use it till the PS4 came out. And I got my PS4 like less than a year ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's <sighs> so, uh, yeah. It, it's bizarre the situation. So, um. Yeah. I I don't know what to say about it. Like it's, yeah. Can you like, is there a, not that this is a good alternative, but is there an option to like pay to turn these adverts off?
1: I don't know if there was, it made me hate them even more. I mean, I got off the sports game franchise treadmill a long time ago, so I don't know if this is just the NBA game or if it's in other versions of their games, I don't think they have an NFL game because I think EA has exclusive rights to the NFL. They might just That's only have me. the NBA because yeah. I know at least the NFL they've got exclusive on. I forget if the NHL and FIFA, if they have, ex- well, no, they don't have exclusive on FIFA because I've seen PES um, you know, games, but that, I mean, it's not officially games you'd see like in the championship leagues, but right. I think there's some yeah. leagues in there.
0: EA have got most of the football licenses. So yep. in fact I think they cuz Pro Evolution Soccer had the Champions League rights and then they've either a lot either Konami lost them or EA brought them off of them but EA, EA has them now. They've had them since uh, FIFA 19 uh, the Champions League rights. Um and they got mm-hmm. they got the rights to like all the British Premier League stadiums and all those sorts of things. Um and no I've not seen any ad- any any of those kinds of like commercials or adverts in any FIFA games so uh, I don't know if FIFA 19 is any different because I don't have that one because um, there quite frankly isn't necessarily much of a reason to get that. Um, but yeah, that's that. So, um, and speaking of ridiculous stuff like that, um, actually you said that was your last thing, didn't you? Yeah, that was my so, last thing. Cool. So this is a good segue to even more similar stuff. Uh, this time we are going over to EA and they have simply said that, uh, loot boxes are, they're, re- they're trying to rebrand loot boxes as surprise mechanics. And uh, I think I, I think I did it already when I went to edit the draft today. But I put in the uh, the Jim Sterling video where he uh, did his did his usual thing. Um, I, I like Jim Sterling's videos and all that sort of stuff. He he did his usual um, type of videos, one of his gymquisition type of videos. I mean, what what is what what degree do we try to want to figure out EA at at this point? To where, like, you know, they put them in. <coughs> they put them in Battlefront 2, and then they they realised that they said they oh. did wrong, or whatever. They took them out and put them back in, and then because like the Belgium government and whoever it was came after them, they've said like, "Oh, these these are surprise mechanics." If a developer to me was to say, "Hey, Matt, what do you think is a surprise mechanic?" I would say that's like. If you upgrade something in a game and like a surprise actual mechanic like to do with my playable character comes up. That's what I would call a surprise mechanic uh, in a game. Not a, a packet of cards or a loot box that you can open. Um, what, what, what do you think of EA's comments?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I think it's just emblematic of the fact that they don't care. Yeah, I mean they can make the yeah. they can make it a, a name change, and this is something that was explained to me a long time ago over a completely irrelevant subject. In that government regulations almost never work with things that you can change slightly to make not apply. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're a butcher, and the government comes in and says uh, New York strip steaks now have a twenty five percent tax. Well, you'll just cut the New York Strip in half and call it something else and then yeah. not have the tax apply to you. Mm. Just, and, well, hey, anybody that with a sane mind would do that.
0: Mm. I mean, that's essentially what EA is doing because all these mm-hmm. these people have kind of come after them whatever, and said, hey, we're going to legislate loot boxes. They said, hey, but these aren't loot boxes, so you can't do that. These are loot boxes, but we're going to call them something different. So it, it'll be very interesting to see how how and when and if ea gets away with this and in what form that will kind of take so uh but if you want more of a i think jim's actually done two videos on them they're like uh 20 minutes altogether uh you can go and check those out as well so it's just funny to see him rant but in a very appropriate way because this is something bad that ea has done and he has a right to sort of rant about it and everything so um yeah it's I don't know uh like if you want kind of more thoughts on on e a and stuff like that we did do uh the the individual segment on e a for uh for e three and stuff that that segment is included in our in our big e three podcast from from two weeks ago uh but i even I, do you remember i jokingly said like hey can we disqualify them just because they had such a like a poor showing um and from what i've kind of seen and from what jim himself has said it It's quite clear that EA's future intends to be, okay, live service games like a Battlefront, like an Anthem and like the uh, FIFA packs. I can't remember what you even call them because it's been literally like five years since I played Ultimate Team. Um, But the the card packs and stuff, we're going to keep putting those in games and have them as live service games and monetize them. them. Um, But we're just going to call them something different. So, yeah, we'll see what EA can get away with, I suppose. Uh, and the last thing we have to talk about today, which is something very positive. Um, actually, there's two different things. Uh, Tom Holland has, he, he got cast a long time ago as Nathan Drake, as a young Nathan Drake um, for an Uncharted film. Um, but it's got a little bit more information. The director is Sean Levi. The screenplay person or screenplay writer is <coughs> uh, Joe Carnahan, uh, producer every a uh it says Action Adventure, but more importantly as well, it's got a release date of uh, 18th of December 2020, uh, which it says is a, is a US release date. Um, when I looked up about information for the film and stuff, um, it had Brian Cranston listed in the cast list as well. I don't know if that's confirmed or if that's just Google kind of putting that in there or whatever, um, but it'd be interesting to see if he's in that. The thing that I want to say about this even though for weeks, probably months, maybe even a year, I have constantly said that video games should be video games should be adapted to TV, and we're gonna have a topic about that in a minute. Um, I can see an interesting film here where this. Um, did you ever see Solo Star Wars story, which was the Han Solo prequel? Did you ever uh, see that? No, I did not. No. Um, I think this could have a similar tone to that kind of film where it's this young adventurer type of character like there's certain similarities between maybe a younger type of host Han Solo and uh like a Nathan Drake I definitely think Tom Holland's good enough to do this I mean he's he's done a great job so far as, as Spider-Man and um, we'll see what he comes up with next week um how do you feel yourself about Tom Holland as, as a young Nathan Drake
1: well I mean part of the casting is because the the job of movies is to get butts in seats
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he's Quite popular right now. Yeah, uh, the casting also makes sense. If it's the same Avi that I think it is, he was executive producer on a lot of the Marvel cartoons that was out through the nineties.
0: Okay. So
1: the Spider-Man, the animated series, the X-Men, which was if you haven't seen that, find it somewhere on streaming. Mean, that was a great run of X-Men as an animated series. Uh, so he's been involved in the Marvel universe a lot. So that connection is pretty obvious in that hmm. um, and I could kind of see him visually as a, a young Nathan Drake, it just depends on how young they want him to be
0: young mm-hmm. there's a, This isn't really a spoiler there's a scene in um, I think it's Uncharted 3 where you, you have a flashback and you play as a young kind of Nathan Drake, I think he'll be either around that age or slightly older um, and the plot could easily take place in that exact time frame uh, which is where he first kind of meets Sully and, and stuff like that, so uh that could be kinda cool. I think that was Uncharted Three. It might have been Uncharted Two, but I'm pretty sure it was number three. Um but yeah, even though I've said for a long time, hey, we need to adapt video games to T V and I still very much feel that way. I do think that this could work as like an interesting little solo like trilogy, uh, if they or or maybe a trilogy or, or one off depending on what kind of happens with the film but um yeah i think this is in good hands i think tom holland is going to be great it'd be interesting to see if brian cranson is actually in this film of course he played uh, walter white in breaking bad uh and it'll be interesting to see what happens with this comes out next year and uh, i'm very excited to uh to check it out and go and see it so um yeah do you think uncharted could work as a film perhaps
1: uh Depends. I mean, they've tried to done, do films like that before. Um, Angelina Jolie famously played Lara Croft in two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen the more recent update. Um, I probably will see that sometime over the next weekend because over here in the states, next weekend is July Fourth weekend, so that's a big huge holiday. Yeah, and there's bound to be like, like rental sales and movie sales. So, plus, you know, people tend to get days off at of work, so I'll probably check that out. At some point, Um, but from what I could tell, the more current version is basically just a quick rehash of the uh, uh, Tomb Raider video game,
0: which that's like I've said
1: before. That's always the problem in trying to condense that much story outside of the action of a video game into a movie. That's why the Netflix series tend to do better because you get more of a format, you get a longer format, and you can set up uh, character arcs and story arcs you just yep. don't have that kind of pacing with a movie. It's not to say it'll be bad. It's just people will want a certain level of this and it can never meet up to that level of this mm-hmm. because they only have that much time.
0: Yeah. I'm very very excited to see what Netflix is going to do with The Witcher. So um plus isn't Com- uh San Diego Comic-Con next month? I'm hoping we'll get a trailer out. I it. think so, I
1: know it's close.
0: Yeah. So, um, because I remember Henry Cavill put an Instagram photo, said they finished filming. I think that was like a couple of weeks ago. So, hopefully, they got a trailer for us. I'm really excited to see how that works out. Speaking of video games and TV, uh, this is our last piece of of news. We did have some feedback about what we're going to do with it. Um, I asked you guys on Twitter and Facebook for some Q&A questions. You guys sent in some. I think I have about eight or seven or something. Uh, we're going to do a quick podcast after this. And we're going to move those questions basically into the Q&A. And we'll be recording that after this. So we'll see uh, how that goes as well. Um, PlayStation wants to make some TV shows. And the first one has been... Today it was seemingly confirmed by IGN that the first one is going to be Twisted Metal. uh, Which if you do want to play it and you have a PlayStation Classic. That's actually one of the games that is on that system. Uh, I think that's the original Twisted Metal that's that's on there. Uh, When I had the PlayStation Classic I didn't go to play it. Because I just didn't quite have the interest. Um, how do you feel about this PlayStation wanting to make some? Uh, I guess TV shows based off pro- probably their uh, properties that they have. So, I mean, good? it's
1: inevitable. I mean, Netflix started it. Uh, Hulu and Amazon continued it. Mm-hmm. Um, Microsoft kinda sort of does that with their Inside Xbox uh, show that they do every now and then, and then the weekly uh, uh, Major Nelson update that they do every week right. on Friday. Um, they obviously don't aren't gonna do it as to this level. Uh, fans, I kind of vaguely remember them doing original content uh, back in the p s three era. Um I don't remember exactly what it is, but it was something along the lines of like some kind of like a game show that they were doing. So they, I, I'm like eighty five percent sure that they have done original content before. um not specifically a TV show, but uh, if anybody can remember that right in, so my brain won't explode.
0: <laughs> right right, yeah um i don't i don't remember it myself specifically but i could maybe look it up and see see what they did so
1: um see i don't remember who was on it or what it was about exactly so i don't really have a parameter to search okay and so if you just put in original ps4 content you're going to get the tv show articles and then the rest of it's going to be buried you know reactions or you know other reactions or gibberish
0: hmm. yeah um for for myself this is like a really good direction for them to go in i think you know sony could you know produce these themselves basically um uh so twisted metals the i think it's like a it's it's a car game where you're like smashing stuff up or whatever i I really don't know that much about it it's basically demolition derby right is it yeah like that sort of thing so um yeah be interesting to see what kind of cast they can get for these sort of things and like specifically let's say you go and do a god of war tv show or you do an uncharted tv show or like a horizon zero dawn one like who is going to be picked for that and like will it be like a different uh, version of these or would it I, i would guess it wouldn't be tied into the main video like it wouldn't be connected to the video games necessarily it would be like an original telling of like a new sort of story you know what i mean like um, that that's sort of how I think that they're gonna do it. So it won't be like, hey, before you play Horizon Zero Dawn two, make sure you see the first season of Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't think they're gonna do something like that. Um, they could do obviously like t- uh, tie-ins and Easter eggs and stuff, which would be which would be interesting. Or maybe if you had like characters playing a PlayStation in certain scenes, that could be kind of fun. Maybe. Um, I think they it would be interesting for them to do this like kind of one at a time sort of thing like if they try out Twisted Metal and see if it works and if people like it they can go ahead and start like branching off and, and doing other stuff um when these things will start happening or start having trailers or whatever I have no idea this is it seems like this is still maybe in very kind of early development um the one other question I have is where would these be shown would they just be like on the Playstation store or do you think they would like team up with Netflix or HBO or somebody and and uh try and get them on there where do you think that they might uh them.
1: Well, Sony doesn't really have any need to team up with anybody. They've got yeah. enough of a production studio tangentially to do this themselves. I see this like as a maybe a free download in the video store. Possibly. Because <laughs> if you remember way back, back in the day um, on the Xbox 360, um, they let some people put like free web series on the Xbox store as a free download.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if, like, they tie this in with PS Plus or something and it becomes this DC Universe type subscription where, like, you get your free games every month and then you get, like, the new season of God of War or, like, something like that. And then eventually, you know, if this Uncharted film comes out, um, they, like, put that on there six months after release or something, like, to have, like, a PlayStation streaming service they could have. or some sort That's of definitely a possibility. Yeah, I mean, they've already got PlayStation now on PlayStation Plus. So it's not like they're they're been used to that type of service. So, yeah, very interested to see how all this plays out. I'm very excited to see what comes about. Uh, And even though I haven't played the games, I still would be interested just to see what a Twisted Metal TV series looks like and to see the start of, like, some of these more video games, TV adaptions. um, Plus, if I want more of this stuff in the future, I should probably support the things that are coming out. So uh, that's that as well. And that's all the news that we got for you today. Like we said, we did have some feedback, but we're going to move that to the Q&A stuff. It just makes sense because it's all questions and that sort of thing. So look out for that podcast. We're going to record it after we've done this. But if you want to check out all the rest of the content that we've done, entertainmenttalk.org. Um, if you do want to submit questions, comments, thoughts, ideas, any of that kind of stuff, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. Twitter at uk. there's the contact page. and There's also information in your show notes. If you want to support the podcast, support entertainment tool, we are on Patreon. You can check us out over there. Uh, Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can shop on Amazon. Speaking of the sale and all that, all that kind of stuff, please be sure to use our affiliate link when the sale comes around. Uh, when you're buying your favourite games or whatnot. Uh, you can use that, we'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review and subscribe to those as well. Uh, if you don't want to put a review in, you can just put in the star rating, but make sure you subscribe as well. Uh, word of mouth, probably the best way to support us, tell your friends, family, people about the website and your iTunes feed. If they've seen Endgame or seen Game of Thrones or seen Toy Story 4 or any of the films or TV shows or games that we've been covering, be sure to tell your friends and family, people that you know. Social media, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, you can put them in different groups if you're allowed to. And the last thing, video games. If you want to watch me, Robert, or David play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch and Robert streams on Mixer. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.